Good day, adventurers. We are Imaginary Paradise, a D&D group here to share some good times and good stories among friends. It's nice to have you join our table. And now, welcome to the fantastical land of Azera. Thank you for joining us again. I am your daring Dungeon Master Molloy, and I am joined by my wonderful players, Andrew, who I also sometimes call Taco. Yes, hello, how are y'all? Chris. Hello, everybody. As Eldridge Thorne, I should also say Andrew is Agus Elmaris. And Sheldon. Greetings, fellow travelers. As Moon and Nightbringer. Last time, our newly minted heroes, consisting of Agus the Blaster, Eldritch the Brawler, and Moonin the Bird. Fucking rude. Uh, fought, <laughs> all fought off the attack of George the Gorge and his unruly hirelings. Of Slick, who turned into a slime. Ratchel, who was the Rat Lady. And Shadebeard, the Dwarf. They defended the town and the temple from their vile plan to poison its residents. With this disgusting reddish-brown icor that happened to morph the knight and the lady into a slime and a rat, respectively. The high priestess thanked them for their help with the assault and told them that she would join them the next day to return the favor just as she had promised in order to save Aegis's father. The party, after finishing up there and looting some corpses, of course, you know, gotta, gotta get your money somehow. The party sprinted to receive a reward from the Viscount Yorin in the form of some nifty items and scrolls. After some talking with uh, him and the receptionist, they headed out and we now return to our heroes as they have left the Platinum Palace once again with even heavier pockets because, uh, like the old saying is, they just give away money here. They do indeed just give away money. You guys, you guys find yourself uh, on the streets once again. Uh, you know, still a little winded from the last fight you were in uh, as it's only been, you know, a few hours. Or not even a few hours, probably about an hour since that transpired. You do know that there is at least one other thing that you guys were told that you could do here uh, from information from Fizzlet. Uh, his cousin uh, does run a small business of sorts in town, if you guys recall. Didn't he say, like, if you hear explosion, that's where he's at, though? He didn't say anything about a business. No, remember, you, you got a little soul coin. You got to activate that account or some shit like that. Yeah, but to find the guy... Fizzlet said, you, if you hear an explosion, it's probably him. Yeah, that is about what Fizzlet said. Yeah, that's what he said. So did you want to go around looking for it and, I guess, more importantly, listening for it? Yeah. Then how do we find this place? Uh, I can direct you, that, direct you there easily because I have been in this town for eight hours, so therefore I know everything about this town. You do know a good bit about uh, the different ways of getting places. And, like, as you traveled around, you do remember a small area on, like, the uh, northwestern side of town uh, that you do remember hearing a bunch of explosions and banging coming from every now and again, but you didn't think much of it in the moment. Uh, but you do head that way, and sure enough, within a few minutes, uh, you guys start hearing uh, a loud banging and some boom and a little bit of smell of, like, gunpowder and magic in the air. As you come across a building similar in shape to most of the other buildings here, but this one seems to be reinforced with some sort of steel and other metals on the outside to keep it together, it seems. 
as uh, even the metal and the stone that you still see on it are both scorched heavily with assuming gunpowder residue of some sort, some sort of explosive residue. Um, this seems like the place Fizzlet was talking about, maybe. Yeah, you do see a, a sign out front that front that says Gold Thumbs Vault. Let's go inside. Uh, but it's like hanging slightly askew, you know, catacorn kind of crooked uh at the top. Yeah. Um let's let's go in here. Why not? Right? It seems very fun. <laughs> Uh, you guys uh, head in, and uh, when you open the door, it actually takes some work to open the door, as it's very heavy, and it seems that uh, the various different temperature changes that it could have gone through being here has warped it slightly. As you see, as you get on the other side of it, it's almost uh, shrunken in a couple spots and definitely expanded out in a couple others. But inside, you see what I can only describe as the world's most erratic workshop of just gears tubes like metal pieces wood pieces stone pieces anything you can imagine of different blacksmith tools tinkering tools just spread out over various tables and looks like a bunch of half-finished projects uh but you see towards the back of this building it's, it's mostly a one room sort of like almost warehouse design uh just so he can maximize space uh you see a small but a uh, nimble, all right, small and chunky uh, gnome who still seems to be moving about very nimbly, working on what looks like uh, it almost has a humanoid shape to it, but it's currently only like a head, torso, and arms of what looks like possibly some sort of construct. Uh, and you see a gnome just tinkering away on it. So, um, uh, sir, um, I've uh. Something to ask you. What'd you say? Uh, speak up, kid. As he just yells across from the back. Uh, I have this coin. Um, I just need to get it activated. Fizzlet sent me. Coin, coin, coin. Fizzlet? Oh. Uh, just, just give me a minute. Okay. He kind of just points you over to, like, the main sort of, uh reception area of like just a small desk with like what you assume is what he uses as a cash register but it's like just some sort of metallic box mm. of sorts uh on on like the right side of a table uh and a bunch of paperwork strewn across the rest of it uh as he puts down a bunch of his tools uh you see as he comes up to you uh, getting a better look at him, uh, he has blonde hair and very sizable glasses with uh, multiple lenses to switch between like different uh, magnification settings. Uh, he's wearing a golden-colored tunic with just all of the different wires and tools you could imagine hanging from the belt that's around the tunic. Uh, and most importantly, he's wearing some gloves, both of which on the hands, the thumb themselves has a gold plated uh, reinforcement on them to both protect and to look stylish. Oh, hell yeah. You got <laughs> the drip. Out. Yeah, you got the drip. You said Fizzlet sent you. Yeah. I haven't seen that old dog in a many years. How is he? Uh, he's doing okay. Um... The, the town's okay also, but they're going through we're going through a rough patch, but um Yeah, he sent me it uh with this coin. 
to actually use it. I gave him that one like 10, 20, 30, 40. I gave it to that one a while ago. I can probably get you guys a new one that works a lot better than that old one. And he just kind of grabs it out of your hand, smashes it with a hammer, and just kind of like pushes it to oh, the side. Oh, why'd you do that? It's it, it's not worth it. Trust me. It's failure. This one works way better. And he pulls out like a, a more sleekly designed version of what he just smashed. I can use that one for parts. Probably. Maybe. Uh, anyway, here, and he hands you an... That, that was my debit coin. He hands you a uh, new one. This one completely like golden with no circuitry or runes on it. Uh, aside from one black rune on one side and a red rune on the other. You can't quite read the script unless you know Gnomish. But uh, he goes to explain. Uh, basically, you just put the uh, money over here on the black side. And then the red side uh, is how you take the money out. Uh, it really accepts any sort of copper, sold, or sold, copper, silver, gold, or platinum pieces you have. I dump half my gold into it just to see what happens, which is three hundred and fifteen gold. Holy shit! Basically, you start just pouring gold, and you just see as he the uh, gnome just looks like what the fuck? Like that's a lot of gold to be doing. Um. The Platinum Palace Plateau, they were just giving away gold when I went in there, so I got a lot. Just blinks twice. I'd say you got a lot, Jesus. I don't even know who that is, but yeah, sheesh. Yeah, I dumped the rest of it in there. Uh, you see as like you're pouring it, you just hear like uh, like the Mario sort of ding noises when he like collects coins, just as they just disappear and pop out of existence. As it uh, makes contact with the coin uh, that he yeah. gave you. So, uh, basically it works. It kind of banishes the money, more or less, into a small, like, demiplane that only the owner of the uh, coin can access. Okay. But yeah, that makes it really convenient, though, to carry gold. Oh, yeah. Really helps. Uh, Is there any way other people can activate it? I mean, they could if they stole your blood or transformed into you, but you know, it's a, it's getting a bit harder. It's definitely easier than the or definitely harder than the first version. First version, shoot, anyone could get in and out of that one. Oh. You just really had to like poke around with the circuits a little bit. It was a bad design. I've improved since then. Okay, well that's good. Just uh, don't lose too much of your blood, and you'll be alright. Oh, uh, about about how much blood are we talking? Eh, it depends on what they're trying to do with it, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. But, um, we appreciate it. Thank you. I do have something that I'm working on. I have a question for you. Do you ever, uh, do you ever see a, 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 an orb that sort of resonates with p different people's minds? You let me know. I'm trying to find a sort of a brain of, or some sort of thing that can act as a like mind focus for my invention over here. And he points to the automaton. Haven't figured it out, and I have someone looking for stuff, but eh, it's hard to find good help. You happen to find something like that out there, you let me know, all right? I'll pay you good money for it. I promise. It, it does what? It, it, it resonates. Okay, so, and he pulls out, like, a textbook <laughs> level of notes. <laughs> so, I've been making this thing over here. Uh, this is going to be basically my partner in all of my creations. Okay. My my magnum opus of sorts. So good. I can't wait. 
Uh, the problem is I can't find something that I can use for replacement for a brain because we have these this sort of organic mush inside of our skulls <laughs> that lets us do things and move around. I haven't figured out one for this guy yet. And I know I, I've researched there's certain things like orbs. Uh, they, they call them like mana crystals sometimes. They, they they form in sort of a, a circle occasionally, and they're they're a bit more potent. Uh, sometimes like psionic people have used them in the past, but uh, I'm looking for something that sort of discretion to use inside of this to, well, link myself to the bot if I can, um, but also have it so it has its own personality. Because I'm not looking to just make a tool. Um, do we have mana crystals? Still mooning? Possibly. Um, uh, I start rummaging around in my my uh, bag of bolding. Uh, I offer him a piece of rock candy. Uh, you see, as his eyes brighten up, uh, seeing the purple, uh, you you got you you found some. Uh, oh, you see, as he just starts vibrating before, like even like making mm-hmm. contact with it. Uh, give me a second. He just like grabs it out of your hand, if you allow him to. I should say. Yeah, sure. You can take Forcibly it. take it, but he is very energetic. Like I need and want that. Yeah. Uh you see, as he uh takes a bite out of it to try and uh change its size a little bit, uh, and goes to a like a a sander to try and uh, change it to a spheroid shape. Ah. Uh... Uh, just making weird noises as it's going. Uh, this, this, this could work. Uh, do you have any more in case it doesn't? Why don't you give that one a try first and see what happens, and, and we can go there. Good, good. Just uh, wait there. Just wait right there. Uh, and you see as he starts uh, you doing some a uh, little bit of magic, sprinkling some uh, dust of some sort of uh, metallic properties on it. Uh, tries to cast a couple spells like into it as well, and then uh, proceeds to load it into the construct uh, that you saw him working on before. Nothing happens for the first few seconds, and he kind of looks disgruntled and like, damn, really thought that would work. And then lights in the eyes socket sort of area start coming on, and just it says, hello, father. And you just see him just faint immediately. Uh, I'll... I'll, I'll try to help him. Yeah, maybe catch him. I just thought about it. Uh, did I get the gold out of the coin before he smashed it? Uh, you weren't able to use that one yet. It had to be unlocked before you used it. Okay, rip 500 gold, like 50 gold or something. <laughs> no, but you never would have put gold in the previous one. No, but Fizzlet did. Oh. Yeah, he had money in there. Yeah, That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay. I think it was like 500 gold, though. Or 50. Something like that. I think 50 sounded more reasonable because of when you got it. Yeah. As in, I think that's what I, what I would have said. I could be wrong. I don't quite remember. He's wrong! He cheated! He cheated! Uh, but no, you, you sort of uh grab Gold Thumb uh, and just uh, try and, you know, prop him up so he can come to, you know, fan him a little bit. After, like, a couple minutes, he, he does kind of come to... It worked. It fucking worked. And you see as he just, like, 
hugs whoever's closest to him like as hard as humanly or gnomishly possible huh. uh, it, you definitely feel yourself being constricted by his tiny arms I just I can't believe it worked and then you just see him crying a little bit you, you, you and he's just stuttering just trying to just trying to find the words uh, you guys so uh, about about how long do you think that crystal last based on that one size it'll probably last about a week or so i think but i'm not sure yet i've not gotten this far before would an actual crystal work better so the piece you gave me is not like a core piece it's sort of like uh how do i put this like uh, if it were a person i'm looking for something that represents the torso and you gave me a hand. So it's like you're in the right area. Well, I gave you I gave you candy, so I mean that one is kind of candy, but I mean like the piece of the rock that you got that from it is like the outer appendage of it. I need the actual like core chunk and I think it'll be permanent. Uh, and so like, he draws you a design of like so like explaining how the manic crystal sort of grow. And he just goes, this is based on uh, some of the research I've done. I have a, a small sapling here. And you see as he has like a small ebon tree sapling that uh, he has growing in this area, like or growing in his sort of um, warehouse. And he just like, you know, through like hydroponics and some magic to sort of get the sun rays it would need. And uh, he shows you like they excrete this sort of, uh, substance that is f effectively forms like a pearl like like shape that then they it continues excreting over and over again to form the crystals over a long period of time at least that's in theory i haven't gotten very far with uh this one you see because the the one he points out it's about like it's probably about seven to eight foot tall so it's a not very old of a tree yet gotcha uh, it's it's started work but it hasn't even finished making its own uh pearl of sorts yet so i have like nine pounds of crystals can I, huh. I look through those and see if i happen to have one that matches what he's showing me or like has sketched out or whatever go ahead and roll just a luck check to see if you would have got been lucky enough to grab a piece of exactly what he's looking for what do you uh, want so me to roll? roll me a d20 and you pick high or low we'll go low Go low? Alrighty. Roll it and no. tell me what you get. No. <laughs> well, I crit, so... Like a 20? Uh, -huh. uh yeah, a nat 20. Huh. Naturally. Naturally. Of course. Of course. The, the one time that it's not a good idea. <laughs> mm. Uh, I still will give you something for that nat 20. Uh, just because that would a suck. Level. Otherwise, uh, what'd you say? A level. <laughs> a, a level? No, not quite. Oh, damn. Close, not quite. Um, you look through your pouch and you find in it uh, a bunch of different ones of like various degrees of sizes and shapes of the same color and a couple of different colors. You know, he you you figured out like along with him that he definitely wants the purple ones, the ones that are weirdly enough used as candy sometimes. Ah, uh, that's the one that works best for this. It seems. 
but you do not have any of the core piece that he's looking for, unfortunately. Are there two different purple versions of this of this crystal? No. Because if it's if he's all right, so he's looking for specifically this candy shit. So I have twenty pounds of that. <laughs> he's looking for specifically hmm. the candy, but he's looking for like a piece of like the like a deeper, harder chunk that you don't have. Got you. Uh, that would make his experiment more permanent, uh, versus the sort of like outside pieces that you have of the crystals, uh, which will work for what he's using, but it's more of like a using a battery versus a, you know, a, an electric grid. No, I got, got you. Yeah, I I will happily uh, take some of those off of you though, if you uh if you're willing. Sure, I'll leave you with uh. He, I, I'll I'll give him about five pounds of this rock candy shit. Appreciate it. Um, give me a second. You see, as he just sprints away to like a, almost a hole in the wall, and comes back after about like a, a minute or two, uh, with just a a a bank sack full of just gems and money. Shit, boys, we're rich. Ah. Uh, I think this might uh, be a pretty good payment for you. Some of it was uh, some supplies I was or was going to use for some supplies to work on this, but since uh, you, you kind of helped me out of it, I don't really uh, need a, as much of it now. Uh, and you see as he plops down a bag full of uh, 500 gold Ooh. and uh, two like diamonds that are easily worth 50 gold pieces each. Um, yeah, no, I, I will happily take this off your hands. I'm happy I could help. Um, I, I'm sure I could probably come across more of that, and we have a, uh, let's just say we, we know of a place that we could get more, so I'll look for your, your power source, as you call it. You are welcome here anytime, and, uh, if there's ever something you need built, uh, Gregory Goldthumb here is your man. You see as he points his two golden thumbs at himself. <laughs> thank you, mister. No, uh, thank you, honestly. And you see as the, uh, he, he hugs the construct and the construct hugs him back. <laughs> this is just such a great day. For some reason, all I can see is, like, a weird version of Bemo. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, kinda. Uh, I was, uh, in my head, I kind of pictured it sort of like, uh the like head torso and arms of like one of those uh did you play the jedi survivor games uh we like uh, fall in order and whatnot yeah i played the first one yeah so there's like uh i can't remember which one of the star wars robots it is but it's the it's the real like uh tall and just chunky boys that just punches at you a bunch or has like an electric baton talking about the imperial ones yeah, the one the ones that tend to be like it's I think they're all black, but they're not like the ones that like have the spinning spears or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember what they're called, but it was like the like the top half of one of those where it's sort of like a box head, a cylindrical like torso, and then just like two like gangly arms. Because mm. he hadn't gotten down to like the legs and whatnot yet because he hadn't gotten it powered yet. So he was just like, hmm. I don't know what to do yet. Until this half works, I can't really do the rest. But it was more of just like touching up different pieces of that. We got shit. Yeah. They're called K2SOs. Hell yeah. 
But, um, yeah, I guess, uh, thank you for the gold. And if we find more stuff, we'll bring it to you. Um, and we head off, I guess. And, well, what time is it? Uh, he says, you guys tell Fizzlet, uh, hope he's doing well. Tell him to come see me sometime. Uh, we will, we will. Uh, he is doing good, though. Yeah, and you guys head on out of there. And where would you guys like to go? What would you like to do for the rest of your day? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is like midday, right? Oh yeah, that's what you asked. Uh, it is probably because the fight started about like morningish to noonish. So I'd say at this point it's probably about three, three thirty, four, something like that. Well, are we meeting Give Kasha here in town or at your old town? Uh you guys are meeting her tomorrow. Yeah, here. Basically gotcha. at the stables area. Go to a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh -oh. And you could go celebrate. You did have a pretty nice victory, and you got plenty of money. All right, uh, I guess I guess we can find yourselves a, a bar. Ah, uh, Eldridge Thorn over here does his little snooping of knowing towns and whatnot, and gets around. Ah, uh, you guys looking more for like a middle of the tier bar, or sort of like dingy, sort of like uh hole in the wall bar, or like a really fancy schmancy looking bar. I assume hole in the wall. Yeah, I feel oh, like that's right. where the best stuff happens. Where the shady motherfuckers be. It's a haw. I have so much money, haw. Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> or we could be the people that show up that aren't supposed to be in that kind of bar and make them all feel uncomfortable. See, all of the options are good. <laughs> Get high-end clientele. <laughs> you guys find a uh, small... Uh, small sort of bar uh it's got a little bit of like uh, like uh seating on the outside as well as the inside uh for people to get rowdy and it's fairly open so it's not because a lot of these buildings as you see like have like either missing pieces here or there this one seems to have fabric over top of it as like in a huge awning and has like an open ceiling and uh, open wall. So it's more of like it has three of the four walls of a house and no ceiling. So where that top part is just all fabric covering it for nice shade and whatnot. You see as it's uh, run by a uh, orcish man. And you see a bunch of different people of various degrees of uh, shadiness around. Uh, some people drinking, having fun. Some people playing some cards. Uh, you got a group over in the corner. Uh, it looks like uh, taking bets on uh, betting on the people playing cards to see which one of them is going to win because they seem to be having like some sort of uh, competition between the two of them to see which one of them is the better card gamer. Huh. And yeah. Well, I guess we just get like a table. Oh, did you, you, you know the place. Uh, what should we drink? Depends. How strong do you want it? I like water. Water. I'll take the strongest stuff they have. Make it two cups. Strongest stuff you got. Two cups of it. All right. I see as the uh the orchestra man like across the uh ways uh, at the bar, uh here uh, like over here and says right away, and uh grabs a couple of things. He brings you uh. Taco, he brings you a nice glass uh, full of a clear uh, liquid. 
he brings the other two of you uh, glasses of what looks like a almost brown and goldish sort of uh, like gold flecks floating around in it. Strength uh, that has such a potent smell that your nose almost curls a little bit when you uh, see it. Uh, and it's about a, a little bit, it's probably about a double shot's worth in a small glass. And you see as he lights the top of it on fire. Strongest thing we got. Here you are. Man, it just gave us some gasoline. I I raise my cup and uh and I, I offer it as like to, to clink it with yours. Oh yeah. Do cheers. The same. Cheers. Yeah. Alrighty. Everyone cheers and I down that shit. Oh god, no. I pass automatically, right? And I said Everyone make a con save. I was gonna say, notice he didn't tell you that yours was actually water. Water, oh no, I heard. Yes. I was very well aware. See, I I kind of was like, should I say clear water-like substance? No. Thirteen. I got a eighteen. A thirteen. Thirteen? Ah, two thirteens. Uh, the both of you with 13s feel a buzz coming on for sure off of the this uh, drink. Uh, it goes down super harsh, but not enough to make you like want to vomit, but enough that it just burns the whole way down and you feel the warmth sort of glow within you. Uh, you definitely are feeling it. Not fucked up, fucked up, but you're feeling it. Uh, this is the first time you've had alcohol. Yeah, for uh, sure. He didn't give you water. He gave you straight vodka. Hey, oh. spicy water. Yeah, life water. Oh, uh, th this water tastes funny. That's a special brand of water. It's the life water. Uh, what kind of life water is it? Is it Aquafina? Some people call it uh, vodka. Oh, is that made by uh, Fiji? No, not quite. Uh, it is made by my friend uh, Foji, though. Oh, okay. He makes it in his bathtub. Surprisingly good. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's unsanitary, I'm pretty sure. He doesn't take baths in it. Yeah, but saying it's made in a bathtub makes you think... You should call it a brewing tub. It'll it'll help with the the perception. Yeah, of it. yeah. That's a really good point. I will call it. He made it in his brewing tub. Now, see, so there's see, nothing wrong that, with it anymore. Yeah. See, now it's okay. You see, see, when you say you, bath, it implies someone takes a bath in it. You see a couple of the the less savory types around. I'm like, you know, what? I'll take some from that brewing tub. That sounds pretty good. Upon hearing that, <laughs> see, we just we just made you business. You're, you're welcome. Honestly, thank you. I was wondering why nobody wanted that. Yeah, that just sounds gross. And also, do y'all not have water here? I've never well, we have some water before. here, but I, you came to a bar, figured you wanted uh, to celebrate, I guess. Uh, uh just uh, fuck it. Bring me another water. All right. Take another one of those flaming things. Same here. <laughs> Another round of an old house. 
Uh, and he uh, he brings you guys some more drinks. Uh, and this time he also uh, throws down like a slab of meat. And I'm talking like one piece meat where it's just a mm. bone through what looks like some sort of cylindrical cut of meat. Uh, that looks charred to perfection and you can smell it. That one's on the house. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, all right, I drink it. I'll roll that. Con oh. saves for everyone down in their Con drinks. Saves. I got a 13 this time. Oh, 15. I got a net 20. Oh, oh yeah. get it. Uh, you, f- you feel like you could breathe fire. But in a cool way. Huh. With the net 20. My first time drinking Sean was like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see as uh, you down your second glass of water. Uh, this one. I'm spinning a bit now. But. <laughs> Not not enough to make you overly nauseous, but enough that you're just like, mm, I'm feeling I'm something. Slot. I'm not used to this. I'm in the slot. <laughs> uh, the other two of you. Actually, Chris already said you feel like you could breathe fire, but in a cool way. Uh, Sheldon, your second roll. What was it again? 15. 13 or 15? 15? 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're still doing all right, but you're definitely feeling pretty damn good right now. All right? Are there any weird looking or just like odd characters in this place? Absolutely. Most of them uh, are odd or weird looking. Give me your uh, weirdest ones. The weirdest ones you see are the ones who are uh, betting on the people playing what looks like some sort of card game. Uh, I just pull out my, like, sketchbook and start sketching out the weird people betting on the card game. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I want to do it, I want to do it, like, somewhat quick, but as realistic and, like, crazy looking as I can. Yeah, you start, uh, like, basically getting them, because uh, you keep seeing them sort of, like, yelling over one another each time a new card or something is played. Uh, you find them in almost a Renaissance-style moment that you quickly sketch out of where... One guy is almost jumping over the table, like yelling at another person, neither of which are the two people playing, but the two people betting against each other while the other two are playing. Uh, Just basically reaching across the table, trying to like one going for the throat, one going to punch another, you know, in a moment while the other two playing the card game, just look at each other so intensely. One about to place one card with another one, the other person holding uh, two in their hand, ready to just, looking menacingly at them all right i fall in love with everything that i'm doing and then i start adding in like you know like in paintings where it's like the holy like rays and everything from the sun (laughs) yes i want to put some of those in there put in like a couple of doves hovering like above them on the top and everything just make it look like it's essentially like sistine chapel like god rays thing but with them betting over this game and Absolutely. like that's what I'll spend the I... next bit of my time doing, <laughs> just going hard on this picture. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you you see that uh, even some of your natural, uh, some of that inspiration comes from what goes on is some random birds just happen to fly through. You know, being a fairly open area sort of thing of just it's just a fabric cover for the top. Uh, so you're able to see it's like some seagulls and pigeons as opposed to doves, mm-hmm. but in your painting, oh, it's pigeons. Yeah. It's not pigeons. Uh, it's in your painting. It's from whatever you want. I think you said doves, but it's just 
some trash birds come through, you know, it making it a true garbage version of a renaissance. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, what's like the name of the tavern? Because like, I'll kind of put that in the bottom and like fancy ass text and stuff. Second to bottom barrel. There we go. Yeah. Huh. But that's what I do for the next like bit of bit of time. And if you need me to roll on like painting or sketching it out or whatever, I will. Yeah, if you want to roll a sleight of hand, I believe is what we've been doing for it. Pretty much. That or performance. We kind of been switching back and forth. Yeah. You can roll either of them and I'll say with advantage because I love it. And you're taking your time. Uh fifteen. I went with the higher. That... I got a, a six and an eight, so. <laughs> <laughs> the classic. Uh, you start sketching it out. You get, you definitely, like I said, you get all of the outline of uh, them playing, and you start, you've started on like the birds and whatnot, and you've gotten a god ray or two coming in, at least sketched out of where you're going to start, like the sort of outlines and everything for that, for when you get to the coloration. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're a good bit of the way through it by the time like an hour or so passes. Hey. Did you say that uh, you wanted to go and try and join them playing cards over there, Taco? Uh, yeah, I'll approach them. Um, hello. Hey, hello there. Um, what kind of cards are y'all playing? We're, we're playing uh, our, our own little custom game that we started trying to show people. Yeah, I'll it's, be about uh... to get ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tipsy, it's fine. We call it the Monsters of Mayhem. Oh, how do you play? Well, basically you get a 40-card uh, deck, a variation of different cards. Uh, there's some monsters, there's some spells, uh, and some of them act in different ways with one another. Uh, it's, it's really cool, and eventually we want to try and put some of these cards... Uh, in packages and sell them around for people to collect and play with. But uh, currently we're just kind of testing them out and everyone here seems to be having fun. So we, we come to this bar all the time and try and play some. I'd like to test it. Well, alrighty then. Let us finish up this game and then uh, you can have a round. We have a little tester deck over here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to be chugging alcohol and petting my dog wolf that's what i'm doing oh yeah i forgot about the giant wolf that's around you guys not forgot but uh he's been traveling with you and some people kind of look at him like oh god don't eat my children but most people who see him are just like well he's not attacking so obviously i'm not in danger so i'm gonna just keep fucking walking and you see here uh he kind of they kind of ask you to have him sort of like towards the outside as long as he's not causing trouble, though, they don't really care that much. But you can keep scratching him, getting him some actual water and food as well, I assume. Yeah, oh, for sure. Nah, get the wolf drunk. Oh, I like this plan. Uh -huh. They finish uh, their card game and they uh, set you up against a, uh, a dwarf to begin. I would like you to roll a to D100. Roll initiative. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this escalated quickly. <laughs> you 100, you said? You're playing Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Huh. What? Souls on the line. Oh, uh, I got a 2. Shadow Realm. You got a 2 on a D100. 
0-0-2. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you see uh you pull out uh five cards off the top uh after shuffling some uh you see a couple of monsters and in, in it and you see a couple of spells uh but it doesn't look like you can actually do anything on your first turn uh however you you know they teach you some more of the rules and there's like by the way so like while you can't do anything with this one or that one if you wait a turn, you can get more, uh, like, you know, power points to be able to summon, uh, to conjure these creatures to, you know, then attack your opponent. And you just got a bad draw. Uh, you see as, uh, the other person rolled a 19. They pull, they, they managed to summon, like, a small, or, like, to put out a small, like, minimum damage monster. And that's all they can do on their turn. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I would like you to roll another D100 for the next round. He's oh, been no. summoned Exodia. Okay, I can't get worse. There's only I mean, you, one you way. Can. It's called a nat one. Oh, that's that's a sixty-two. That's a sixty-two. Bet. Uh, you you know you draw a new card. Uh, you guys have a or you have a couple more turns where you guys draw and and exchange fights. Uh, and after about two or three turns, you actually find yourself with two monsters out and him with no nothing out and you able to like drain some of his uh health points. Uh and he looks like and then you see that the other dude is just like, damn. You know, first time you're not doing that bad. Uh as you seem to have gained the upper hand in these couple of turns. Oh hell yeah. Telling you man, our grass deck is busted. Um are one of these decks for sale by chance? I mean, honestly, if you want to help us test it out against different people and whatnot, uh, we can give you a, a deal and give you two decks. Yeah, I would like that. How All much right. would something like that cost? I'd say about five gold. Oh, yeah, definitely. Here's five gold. Uh, you see, as he blinks very quickly, uh, five gold per deck, of course. Uh, and you can roll an insight. Uh, nah, that's fine. Okay, I, I wouldn't know this. Here's ten gold. Bat. Oh, thank you for the transaction. Uh, and he hands you uh two basically like still in a sort of protective box, two different decks. Uh, one that seems to be grass oriented and nature oriented, the way yours was. They they call it, this one's distracted druid, uh deck, and then you see another one of, uh sort of a more red and black colored uh, deck. This is the Lava Flows. And uh, he hands you these two. Now, they're fun. Uh, they both have some mechanics that fight one another. Let's see who wins this current fight. And uh, after handing you those two decks, roll one more set of D100. Or, yeah. Set of D10s that makes the D100. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I got a 17. 17? I rolled an eight. I don't know how I rolled that badly, but I rolled a fucking eight. We're so good. <laughs> so good. You see as uh this person who you're going against manages to in four turns not drop a single card on the table. He's <laughs> just man, that I, this game's rigged. He just like puts his cards down. You win. You win. Oh whoa. And you see as the other two guys who were doing all the betting just absolutely lose their shit and they're like, Oh, you got beat by a noob! 
Ooh, and just like losing their shit yelling at him. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just went easy on him. Come on, man. Okay. This seems like a fun game. I hope y'all enjoy it. We will. Uh, come back and see us sometimes. We're going to have an expansion of sorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're always testing out new things. And what do you call this game? Uh, we call it the Creatures and Conjurations. Oh, okay. I, I, I walk away at this point. Uh, please. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Moon and the Eldritch, I actually uh, bought this cool game. Take a look at it. There's some cool looking cards. Yeah, I'll take yeah, a look see- through his deck. So I've taken at least one more drink from, like, whatever he's been giving us during this time. Same. And been painting. Or sketching. So do I need to roll, roll for the cons? Yeah. That uh, sounds about right. Yeah, if you drink another one, feel free to roll, uh, roll another con. Uh, so I guess same for you, Chris. 18. 18, damn. You are just pounding them back like they're nothing. Both of you guys are. You guys are just vibing. Straight vibing. You definitely feel it, but you guys are both in that good spot where you're just like, mm, man, I feel it, but I'm feeling it. I look through his deck of cards. What what do they look like? Uh, which one do you look through first? Uh, the green or the red? The red. Uh, you see a lot of the creatures and whatnot. Uh, a lot of the sort of terrain and spells uh, are lava related. Uh, you see, uh, like, one of them's like a volcanic explosion. And you see, it, like, the art style on it is, uh, you know, a, a chunk of a mountain just exploding into a vicious uh, flurry of magma and lava coming out. I dig it. Uh, and you see. Uh, a couple like different like elementals of like one's like an elemental like one that's like a cat made of fire one of which is uh, a like elephant made completely of like hellfire brimstone and, and a couple different things like that but it's mostly like animal based you see that most of the creatures in both are animal based with a mixture of, like some sort of elements to them however the like the more the the green one is more of like a druidic thing it's like you see some elves mixed in there uh you see some like just normal animals uh while the you know like i said the red one is more like animals but more elementalized and have gotcha. weird different effects and all of them have like different like almost painting level designs on each of the cards to represent what they are and what they do yeah um these are pretty impressive um so what what do you do with them? I saw you playing, I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, basically, you just, like, put monsters out, and you, like, attack the other person, like, you have a certain amount of health. Um, uh, basically, whoever has the most monsters will win. Typically. Are, are there other colors? Like, are they all, is it just this green and, and red? Uh, I think there's other colors, but they didn't sell me those. Um, well, do here. And I, I show him the picture that I've drawn of the people uh, betting on these and everything. Oh, that, that looks cool. Yeah, you're unfortunately not in it because I started before you joined, but I, I figured, you know, you were playing, so I thought you might enjoy it as well. I'm going to see if I can sell it to the bar or maybe those people. Yeah, try that. They seem like the people to have a lot of gold, actually. Um... See, I, I'll just kind of like, oh, and here, try this. And I push the rest of my drink towards him. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, he, he, he spent it. It's better than your, your, uh, I, I don't, I, 
whatever uh, the the bat the uh, not the bath brew the uh the the brewing tub uh, elixir you had. So I I okay. I'd suggest in here and I'll I'll uh, press to digitate the fire back on top of. Uh yeah, let me try that. I'll take a look. You can roll a con save with disadvantage this time. <laughs> well, the first one is the eighteen. So <laughs> that is literally the best I could possibly get. It is a nat one. <laughs> hey. Um, so you take it. It burned your mouth a little bit. The little bit of peach fuzz that you'd started finally growing immediately gets burnt off. You can smell it. Um, it is I, I thought this vile was... smelling. I thought you fucking did it. Uh, I did. Oh, it was really easy. You're supposed to blow the fire out before you try to drink it, though. And, uh, you're fucked up. You've never been fucked up before. You Like, the whole room is sort of spinning a little bit. You feel, like, normally you feel very solid as a person. Right now you feel very flimsy, and, and, and you almost feel the need to sway here and there. Oh, definitely swaying. Yeah. Yeah, you you're definitely feeling some things. Uh Unin, what did you do to him? I I was just letting him share in the the uh beverages we were having. He seems to like it. He is a child. Uh I'm I'm sure he's fine. Do you want some more? Uh, uh I think that was a yes. No. No. <laughs> Blacks out. We, why don't we just get you some water? Water, you say? Coming Ugh. right up. Uh, and upon uh, you guys hearing that from the orcish bartender, uh, you guys get a message through your um, gauntlets. You hear the voice of Agus's mom. Hey, kiddo. Uh, just trying to check in. It's been a couple of days since I heard from you. Dad seems to be doing all right. At least that's what Margaret tells me, but I can't help but to worry. I swear he looks worse, but I know he's hanging in there. I talk to him every day. Uh, there's a storm brewing. Has been for about a day or so now. It's getting dark early, but it should probably be over in a day or two. How are y'all hanging in there? Do you Have you found the uh, priestess yet? I, I quickly respond, shoving. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, he, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Sleeping. Uh, I reach to touch the bracelet. <laughs> I smack his hand. <laughs> He's asleep. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's asleep. Well, make me take your bracer off. You'd be good. <laughs> Any response back? Uh, that I believe the Eldridge already said a response back. Yes. Yeah, I said that he was sleeping. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that, my bad. Yeah, my, my, my bad, my bad. I am the deaf, apparently. Uh, you guys uh, send that message back of, oh, oh okay, did you guys happen to find uh, the priestess, though? We we did. We'll be back tomorrow, or we'll head on our way tomorrow. Oh, good, good. I can, I can rest a little easier now. Uh, Appreciate I'm a, that. I'm going to reach for the bracer again. I smack his hand again. <laughs> Bad kitty. Why can't I talk? Uh, can you say a complete sentence currently without slurring your words? Well, I mean, of course. You just did it completely on your first attempt, so no. Uh, 
In fact, and I uh, reach over and I take off his bracer. Alright. <laughs> athletic. I I guess I uh oh he's gonna athletics. Okay. Yeah. I'd say a contested athletics check for that. Or acrobatics. Uh, either or from either. This is not gonna go my way. <laughs> I actually did pretty good for athletics since I have a zero. Out yeah, of 16. You are drunk, so you... Well, actually, no, athletics, you, you can still be strong when you're drunk. I won't I'll I won't impose disadvantage, I guess. I mean, you might even be stronger. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, that, that's, that's part of the reason I was like, ah, yeah. No, I won't impose it, because, no. You so he, he definitely wins that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. then I'm going to take it from him. I got a six total. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna take it from him. Oh. I see elders get up. I'm gonna try to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to run. What are y'all doing? And I, and I just sprint. Why are you turning on me? I thought we were a party. Yeah, what is this? I go after him and I uh, take the. I try to take it from his hand, and uh, I guess I. I don't know. Knock him out. I don't know. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Team violence. You guys went to the bar and he immediately uh, started beating each other up. Went, see, bar fights are supposed to be with other people, not each other. We well, didn't get that memo. On acrobatics, <laughs> I got a 16. Oh my god. Well, Eldridge? I, I got on acrobatics, right? Or am yeah. I doing uh, athletics? I think he's, he's. I think he said acrobatics athletics. or athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Okay. I'm Either or. Athletics. Uh, what's the seventeen plus six? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, this very slippery Aladrin gets away from. Uh, Wait, no, I just. Very... Bro, I missed these. I face step. What am, what am, what am I doing? I you're just face step. I face step <laughs> away from them, dog. All right. Uh, you face step. Uh, give me a survival check, Taco. <laughs> oh, shit. That is a 20. All right. Uh, you managed to face up, and you are on the ceiling now, but you are balanced and not falling off. <laughs> Wait, but wasn't the ceiling just the tarp? Yeah, he's basically on the like the where the edge of the wall would be, right before where the sort of tarp fabric style would start. So like he's at the top of the wall where there would be a ceiling if there were one. So basically, at the top of a wall. Uh, but you are about like. 15 to 20 foot in the air now. Okay, there we go. I'd like to uh do a backflip to the to the top. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 30 feet in the air? Well, I'm sure it's not actually 30 feet in the air. Yeah, it's about 15 to 20. Yeah. You see the bartender looks up there. Uh get down from there, kid. You're going to you're going to do something stupid, aren't you? Uh, uh no. Ah, that's convincing enough for me. <laughs> we let underage people drink here. We don't care that much. <laughs> Bro, I'm literally... I look up. 22. As I look up, I just punch Moon in. Just, like, slightly punch him. Like, tap him. Like, what? what is wrong with you? I, I, I was trying to keep him from talking to his mom. 
You can't blame me for this. This is not my fault. No, 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 no. It's your fault for the alcohol. Oh. I will take slight blame for that, yes. Uh, <laughs> that, that I can understand. Um, I mean, he looks so happy, though. Yeah, his mom's going to have our hides for this. What she doesn't know won't hurt us. <laughs> As I go to click, click the bracelet. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to toss a rock up there and hit the bracelet off. I could always Eldritch blast him. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, throw the rock, and what do you start saying to your mom? Uh, what do, what, hey, what mom. Do, what do I do in athletics? But uh, roll to attack, but don't add your proficiency. Um, uh, I we want a big fight. Uh, I I tried alcohol. Twelve. What? What's your AC, Taco? It's higher than that, actually. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a fourteen AC. Bat, you get hit. Uh, twelve, so a twelve would miss. Uh, you see, as a rock just like flies right by your head, uh, as you're talking, and you just hear, "You did what, honey?" Because uh, I swear it sounded like you said you 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 drink alcohol. Well, I. I got I, I ordered water, but it wasn't water. It's 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 something. Well, you make sure your friends take care of you, um, and drink lots of actual water, or you're gonna regret this tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I need some food too. It'll it'll help soak it up a little bit. You're oh, not okay. getting in trouble, are you? Well, no, no. You're not standing on top of a wall, precariously high or anything? Uh, I know um, I did that my first time getting drunk. Well, I might be on the ceiling right now. Oh, that's... that's new. They were trying to get my bracer. He's He's speaking figuratively, of course. <laughs> no, no, I am on the ceiling right now. <laughs> what the fuck? I think as I'm swaying there. Moon and Eldridge. Get him down from there. <laughs> you guys hear that in your bracers specifically. Taco did not. As you wish. I'm sorry, the elf you are trying to contact is currently unavailable. <laughs> just feel a shiver down my spine just the anger <laughs> you see you see a, a weird fire fiery sort of shape in the distance to the west no anger like an angry mother yeah uh, I can, I'll get down from here do like a little backflip down Oh, 15 feet. Oh, God. <laughs> that, uh, roll an acrobatic. It's just that simple. He just has to backflip down it 15 is. feet, land it perfectly. Is, it it's is fine. just that simple. Yeah, a little, uh, little, uh, little 360 on there. Uh, you know, that's a 16. Nailed it. Uh, you decide to do a, uh, backflip in the uh, direction of basically where you were sitting before and uh, you, you more or less just like turn your back to where everyone is and just start 
falling backwards for a quick moment and you do like two perfect like full circle spins and just hit the ground like iron man with just a three-point pose and you shatter uh, your knees and your fist your fist hurts (laughs) your knees hurt but alcohol makes it feel not so bad so you're doing all right i'm I'm good right now right then he throws up (laughs) oh absolutely there's no shot i didn't I mean, that's on you if you want to throw up. I'm not going to make the sound, but yeah, I definitely would have thrown up at that point, being drunk. <laughs> Vomits a little bit, and then sits back in chair. Just teleport it, jump down 15 feet. Yeah, you're vomiting. <laughs> Feeling a little, uh, equilibrium needs more equilibrium. Uh, if you feel me. <laughs> I think I feel a little better now. <laughs> Blah! But, uh, but yeah, uh, you guys spend the next couple of hours just fucking around here at the bar, I presume, until it's ready to go to bedtime. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, like I said, I want to finish that sketch and either try to sell it to the bartender or the people that were playing the, uh, the, the card game. And I want to find out more about the other colors they have and possibly buy a deck. Bet. Uh, you finish, uh, the rest of the painting by about, I'd say, 10, 11 p.m. Uh, they're still playing at this point. Uh, they've cycled through, they've had a couple different people come through. Uh, but you finish it and you, you head over to them. Oh, you're friends with that, uh, that, uh, Aladrin kid, right? Oh, uh, yes, he had uh, nothing but good things to say about your game. Ah. Good to hear. So, uh, what brings you? Yeah, over? I was one. I was wondering, are there are there other colors in your game besides the two he showed me? Uh, yeah, we're still working on a few of them, but I have a sort of water based one as well. Uh, water and ice based, I should say. We're trying to figure out some of the implements still. Uh, those two are like completed ones that we've gone through all of our rigorous play testing for, but this one it's kind of wonky. Uh, but we got blue, and he shows you, like, he uh, hands you one of the decks. Uh, this one is, like, Mermaid's Escape is what it's called. Uh, and it's a bunch of different, like, you know, sea beasts, uh, different, like, storm-based things as well. All of which, of course, once again, have, like, beautiful artwork on all of them. That looks interesting. Uh, would you be willing to show me how to play? Uh, sure. Uh, sit. Feel free. Sit down. Uh, and uh, they basically clear up a little spot around uh, where basically Aegis was playing earlier. And uh, they explain to you the rules of it and whatnot. You know, different monsters, different things, different spells, different things, etc., etc. And if you wanted to play the game, roll a d100. See what you get. Oh, fuck. Um, this one. And this one. And... Do you believe in the heart of the cards? What? That we were playing <laughs> Gwent. Forty-nine. Said forty-nine. Yeah. All right. On your first turn, you managed to get a uh, a relatively normal sized creature, or average sized one, out, uh, and able to have a spell readied uh, left over. However, you see that the uh, other person manages to have an even bigger creature come out 
Uh, so you currently are at more of a stalemate. He's not quite in front of you or above you, but it wasn't overwhelmingly stronger than yours either. So not in a great spot, but you're not in the worst spot. Uh, roll another set. Uh, 74. Definitely beats my fucking 19. Uh, so uh, you, you you use one of your spells doubling up on like your your uh, monsters like attack and defense and completely destroy his, leaving him defenseless, uh, taking some damage and whatnot. And uh, you even get another creature out. Uh, and it's time to roll the third set to see if, who finishes off uh, the game. Because right now you're up one and he's up one. 84. Definitely beats my 54, so uh, you manage to come out on top in this game. It takes a few more turns as things start to uh, stagnate a little bit with you guys going back and forth with uh, roughly the same sized and damaged creatures destroying one another. Uh, but you end up pulling a very strong spell uh, at the end of it they called like Endless Tsunami. Uh, that it just shows this picturesque wave just billowing over what looks like a mega city. Uh, and you just wipe his board and finish him off with what you have left. Oh, ah, uh, damn. Haven't seen that one. Well, that was fun. You, you, you two are pretty good at this game. Um, do you, do you have other decks for sale? I'd, I'd be interested in buying one. Honestly, if you want to keep that blue one, you, you, you can. Uh, just gotta and he writes down like a couple things real quick he's like i just gotta write down that combo you just did because that was great uh and he he's he just looks ecstatic uh i can sell you that one for five gold a sure thing and i i put the gold down i was also wondering do you have any interest in buying uh artwork of you playing oh let me see it first but i i i love art i love all uh, of the arts yeah so i i show him the picture that i have of them playing and the people freaking out behind them and all that he looks at it and like two seconds later he says i have an idea and yes oh wonderful and he uh he says in fact uh do you want to trade the deck for that painting uh sure i'd be happy to do that Alrighty, and he just gives you that for free, pushes your five gold back to you, and uh, happily takes the painting. I can't wait. And you see, as he casts a, like a small little, uh, uh, he like in, inscribes a rune on like the bottom part of the painting, and you see as it shrinks down to roughly like one of these card sizes, and he begins to like write some stuff down in the actual like card description. I have it. Idiot's Gambit. And uh, you see the two people who were betting. Are you serious? Come on, man. <laughs> I think it's a great name. And you see as it's slightly, as it's like modified down, it like he made it so it's like a holographic card as well. Oh, um, how, how did you do that? I've been trying to, I've been studying this sort of specialized magic for a while. Uh, but it's mostly just a, an enlarged, reduced spell, and just modified slightly. Um, well, I was also wondering, how, uh, who does the artwork for your game? Are you looking for more artists? Uh, honestly, we just kind of find people here and there who happen to be pretty good artists, and we get them to make some stuff for us here and there. We do have a resident guy. Well, let me show you the couple things I have. 
and uh, I pulled out my little portfolio book that I've started making. So I showed them like the brain hood. Um, I show them the not the full sketch, but like kind of the sketches I took of the teleportation circle. Uh, I show them the master art that I have of the Sunset Tower. I don't so have did y'all say we're anymore. making our own card game for real? Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, show him like those, and then a the couple that I've done like before we started going on our journeys and such. Those are wonderful. Uh, I definitely would like that. You called it a brain hood, I believe. It's a brain hood, yes. Yeah, I would. I would love to have that one. I feel like I can make a pretty good card out of that one. Um. Yes, uh, sure, though I don't think it really matches any of the themes of your decks you have currently. See, that's the thing. I wasn't thinking of it necessarily as for a themed one. This one, I'm going to use it as a spell. That thing looks like it can... You know, did you describe what the Brain Hood did or anything, or did you just like... I mean, if he off? asks, yeah, I'd tell him. Yeah. He he would probably ask and whatnot. But yeah, I'd, I'd go in detail of like how it works and function what we did to like kill it and all that think about using this to counter a green deck i think uh, take control of one of their beasts uh similar to what it's you, you, what you said that they do in in the wild um yeah i'd be willing to uh to part with it um it's a smaller sketch so we could say um what uh three silver uh, done uh, he actually he was like, I I'll give you five even, because uh had fun, and the inspiration that came along with it. Wonderful. Um, If I pass through here, or happen to come your past your way again, I'll show you what I built up, and we can possibly make this a, uh, a more recurring thing. So long as I, I get to play test some of these new cards. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the name's Carl Stock, by the way. Uh, anytime you come through here, you let me know. We spend most of our extra time here at this this place, this establishment. It's wonderful. Have you thought about taking this game once you get it more built up to the Platinum Dragon? Or Platinum Palace, sorry. Oh, I would love to. Uh, I just, we, we haven't gotten far enough yet. We still, we only have like four fully completed uh, variations. We want to have more. We want to go at least five or six. So it'll be a bit longer, but we're working on it. Well, if you need an introduction, we know the owner of the establishment. Really? That would be wonderful sometime, actually. I'm glad we talked to you guys. Uh, but uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. And I get up and take my card deck with me. Bet. Hey. They, uh, they, they cheers to you as you head out. And, uh. You saw it said it was called the what deck? The one you had, uh, Mermaids, I think I said like Mermaids Escape or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Mermaids Escape. And at this point, it's like nighttime, right? Oh, at this point, it's like 11, 12 o'clock. Uh, I think it's time to turn it. And you're already starting to feel pretty bad. Yeah, I was like, I'm under the guys, I'm on my knees, some help. Just falls over. Your yeah. bird just looks at you just, like, damn. Just majestically I just... grabs him and puts him on my shoulder, and we just walk back to the guild. <laughs> Throws corpse over shoulder. All right, let's go. I walk behind them, just petting the wolf and shit. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it, it 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 thoroughly enjoys its scritches. It, and it sort of nuzzles up into your hands as well as you do it. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, oh here. And I sneak it a piece of rations. Uh, it almost bites your hand. Like, the teeth graze slightly, but it, it, it makes sure not to bite you. Hey. But uh, it thoroughly enjoys that, it seems. Yes. Yeah, I'm asleep at this point. I said, I'm out. Um, well, I'm assuming we're sleeping at an inn. Yeah, yeah, we're going back I've... to the guild. Yeah, yeah the, the guild, guild where you guys hey. have a room at. Hey. Alright. And you guys settle down for the night. During the night, Aegis, you feel woozy each time you kind of come back to. Uh, elves don't sleep often, but your ass is sleeping. And uh, Moonin, you get, a... as you are in your resting uh, position, I guess, with the way of saying it, you get a weird feeling followed by a voice. At first, I was kind of pissed off when I figured out what you did. But I made the best of it. I'd probably be more angry with you for getting rid of my apprentice there and Humesa, but he stopped doing what I wanted him to do a long time ago anyway, so is what it is. But if you mess with my anchors, I will come after you, and you will not like it. So please, do not make me come after you again. And you uh, realize this voice is eerily similar to the uh, silver-masked wizard from before. Mm -hmm. uh, you do get a feeling that you could respond to him if you wanted to. Um, yeah, I won't say anything currently. Uh, you see as, uh, or not you see, uh, you hear, uh, really, your kind, presumed extinct here, very few left. First, I thought I was going to be able to use blood to take over the Fae, but now I have an entrance to the elemental planes thanks to you, so thanks for that, and good resting, I guess, because you're going to need it if you want to impose your uh, ideas against my plans. Good night, Moonin. And you see as, and you feel as this presence in your mind has faded from you. Well, that's you, not, not creepy. Not at all. Foreboding in the least. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Uh, and the next morning, you all awake. Oh, yeah. I assume get to breakfast I would hope so. <laughs> now, you all die. Taco, you wake up uh, with a pounding, throbbing headache. Yeah. Uh, and a bit nauseous, although there is nothing on your stomach left to get out at this point. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Except for regret. There is plenty <laughs> of regret. Uh, but you guys uh, know that you are to meet Yves Kasha at the uh, stables towards the outside of town. Mm-hmm. And... After some breakfast and actual water, I assume you guys would like to head out to her? Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. You guys head to the uh, outside of town to the stables. Uh, you do see Yvka Shah in a more... 
uh, travel-oriented as opposed to battle-oriented robe, uh, strewn with a uh, sort of messenger's bag full of different scrolls and uh, poultices and solves and whatnot. Uh, she looks ready to go with her supplies as she is mounted up on uh, a, uh, wouldn't say a massive horse, but a fairly big horse. One definitely strong enough and big enough to carry her and what she's carrying with her. Uh, and you see that there are three more horses with her as well. Nice of you to finally join me. Uh, long night. I can tell. I can also smell. <laughs> it was my first time ever having alcohol. I don't ever want to do that again. We're kind of young. That's the best time to learn to drink. Uh, you see, she just kind of has a almost reminiscent look in her eyes as she says that. Oh, do you drink? I used to party little when I was young. Not so much now. I was once an adventurer. Oh, t tell me stories. I'll tell you a few on the road. she took an arrow to the <laughs> knee. I'll tell you some on the road, kid. Uh, oh. Don't know why I changed into like a New Yorker for a second there. But it did. Uh, as opposed to a Russian lady. Yeah. I'll put it this way. They weren't always the crack to axe. Me and a few friends. Uh, we uh, took care of old leadership. They used to be uh, the, the double axe clan. Now they are just a broken single axe. Why is that? Spent three days with my party fighting hordes of them. Fun time. Bloody time. Are, are we like walking while this is happening? Or? Yeah. No, oh, I mounted okay. up on the horses traveling. We have horses? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she was. She's telling you know some stories of her adventuring, as you guys uh travel, back to Dramane. If it's all right with y'all, I will more or less like fast forward through the traveling. Uh, sure. So it's yeah. not. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you know fairly one track mind of where you're going and what you're doing. Uh, so over the next three and a half four days, uh, you guys move. Uh, Closer and closer to home. Uh, as you're going, about two days in, so within uh, the last day of travel, uh, you notice the clouds starting to get, or you notice the sky getting to be a bit more cloudy than it normally is. Uh, and within the final couple of hours of travel back to Dramane, you see that the town itself has clouds as black as night towering above it and multiple different uh and a lot of fog all over the area as well that can't be good as it, it seems a very ominous looking sight uh the lake in the distance very choppy waters as well oh what the hell is going on what what happened here oh this does not look good no, I, I told you stuff was happening here. That's weird. You see as uh, the priestess just goes, yeah, and like it makes the uh, horses go a bit faster to try and get into town a bit quicker. 
because obviously you see it well before you're able to get there but once yeah. seeing it she's like no we need to hightail it in there yeah. you get into town and you see that uh everyone's dead no i'm just kidding Whoa. <laughs> wow <laughs> right <laughs> You see that it is the fog is just as gloomy inside the town as it was outside as well, where it's like you can see like a almost mist covering like the entire like first foot from like above the ground just has a constant like fog that is fairly thick. Like you can barely see your shoes or boots underneath it. Oh, God. Uh, Above that first foot, however, it doesn't look as bad. Uh, you know, sometimes this area gets kind of foggy depending on weather, but it not not like this. This bad, yeah. And you see, you get to the bar where Fizzlet normally is, and where you know your uh, father to be taken care of in one of the extra rooms, uh, along with uh, Martha. Oh, Fizzlet, what the hell's going on out here? Really? I'm not so sure what's going on, but it's, uh, the last few days have been getting kind of weird. Uh, we're, we were kind of hoping it was just a storm, but it seems to be a bit more than that. Uh, you might want to go check on, uh, check with, uh, Margaret and your, uh, mother. Okay. I'm gonna definitely go there. Uh, you head into the, uh, extra room where he is being taken care of. And you see your mom and uh, Margaret uh, surrounding him, basically uh, putting different like ointments on him and like feeding him some medicine. Uh, however, you see that he is slightly more gaunt than you remember him looking. He doesn't look like he's starving out or anything like that. It's not that severe, but it's a little. You can tell that he has lost some weight, not being not doing anything for this period of time. Yeah. Uh, and you also know that his eyes are sunken in and almost uh, stained with a sort of like black coloring. But the most striking thing is that every single vein in his arms and legs and chest are almost coated in this almost black icor sort of color. Uh, and that you can even see through the skin. Uh, same with Martha in the other room as well. And you just see... Uh, uh, Yivka just go, oh, this is not good. Yeah, this is why I came to get you. This is not good at all. Good thing you did come get me. This would have been much worse. We're going to need every able-bodied here in the bar. I'll put it that way. And that is where we'll end the session for today. Ooh! Zubuzza. Thank you for listening to another outing of our party. If you enjoyed and want to support us, like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all at Imaginary Paradise. One word. Uh, except for Twitter, which, for whatever reason, is only Imaginary Pair. And if you really, really love us, you can come donate to us on Patreon. We have some fun exclusives for you, and we can keep that can help us keep this thing going and improving. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and keep your imagination strong and your dice roll stronger. Stay chaotic.